tonight <laughs> we are covering the big, the ugly. Ugly <laughs> is right. <laughs> the NCLEX, y'all. The mother frickin' NCLEX. We are definitely gonna need a drink for this. Hello. So ch- cheers, Jess. Cheers to that. We're definitely gonna need a couple drinks for this one. <laughs> ah! Yeah, Jess, this, so guys, just a little forewarning, not an easy topic. It's a high stress topic, actually. And if I even had to picture myself pre-writing the NCLEX during nursing school, it was one of those things that's like constantly on your mind. Like, you know that it's coming up and that's like the big finale and the stress just doesn't go away like pretty much was there since you started nursing school until you write it and you pass it am I right or am I wrong you are 100% right and yeah and literally until that day you get that email saying congratulations you have passed the NCLEX yeah it does not go away (laughs) it's weighing on you it's a big thing so if you are a future nurse looking to get into nursing school where maybe this episode might scare you a little or if you can take if you can take a little tough love and want to learn from our mistakes or have some tips then continue on <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> this is your episode <laughs> um all right Jess we I think we just need to like pull off the band-aid and get into yeah. it I know I know we both had very different experiences, um, but your specific experience, I feel like so many people out there could benefit from, and I know it's not an easy topic, especially for you to talk about, and I love you so much, but maybe we should just both kind of go through kind of like how we prepared, how long it took us, what our experience was in general, and then maybe we can just give people some tips if they want them (laughs) at the end. Well, why don't you start? So, like, for you, how did you prepare for the NCLEX um, yourself? In our program, a lot of people did UWorld. And you can buy, like, different, like, month versions. I think I bought the three-month version. Um, I think I bought it before we started our three-month preceptorship. The UWorld before that. And I listened to these kind of, like, online audios. By the time that I actually wrote, it was around a three-month window, but I was doing preceptorship at the time, finished preceptorship, end of July, beginning of August, and then I wrote mid-September. So really took it seriously for like a month and a half was like, that was my only priority. Um, But prior to that, it was like kind of like the whole summer doing questions and um, just like mentally preparing I find the actual logistics of it are one thing but like getting yourself mentally prepared is is huge I'm gonna interrupt you here Kristen um (laughs) biggest takeaways is that when you walk into that exam you need to forget everything that you do in the hospital because if you if you're talk if you're answering questions based off of what you would do in the hospital it might not always be what the NCLEX would say is best practice. Mm-hmm. So I know you worked the whole time you were studying, which had to be hella hard. Um, yeah. So hard. So why don't you just explain like what that experience was like and 
so I did. bought yeah so I bought you world the same as Kristen I'm pretty sure we bought I bought the six month one because I I've never been a great tester so I expected to have to study a little bit longer than my friends so I did buy the six month one and I'm very glad I did do that I um I did UWorld and then I also did those lectures that Kristen was talking about, which were like the saving grace of all saving graces. Um, and what else did I do? Uh, later on, I had, I did another program. It was also good. It was one that my manager has suggested. And I can't remember the name of it, so I do apologize for that. But um, I just found it very simple. I'm very much a hands-on learner. Um, I can show you exactly what needs to be done in practice, but putting it on pen and paper doesn't always uh, work well for me. So, so many people are like that too. Like yeah. I'm sure, yeah. So many people can relate to that. So I ended up doing my preceptorship. I didn't study at all. I don't think, cause I was also working as a PSW at the time. Um, during we the summer in my together. yeah so we were like we were working full hours two days two nights and then working our psw jobs on top of that so there was just like no time and then i finished in july we started our job in like literally 20 days later so i had 20 days i did study during that time i say study i i honestly took a week for myself because I was like, freak this, I need, I need a break from school yeah. and just to be done. And then I went right into studying. Luckily, I was living with M at the time too, Kristen, because M was studying. So that motivated me a lot more to like get the studying. But I don't think I wrote my first one until October. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And so, so what <laughs> happened in October? So October, I wrote, I had been doing UWorld. I was like, oh, forget, like, I'm just going to do it. It's, I was like, if I have to write 265 questions, I'll write 265 questions. I'm not Mm -hmm. worried about that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, forget, everyone else has already done it. They've passed it. We've all done nursing school together. So I'm just going to do it. Was I really prepared? No. Is that the mindset you should be going into a national exam with? No. Um, So if you ever do feel like you're at a point of doing it because everybody else has done it, think again. Yeah. Reschedule that. You have 24 hours prior to your NCLEX to reschedule. Please reschedule Mm -hmm. because it's not worth it um, if that's one thing that you can take away from this. Uh, So I wrote it. Was in there for legit six hours. Six hours. I literally came out and I remember remember, like – We saw each other, didn't we, after your first – yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I called you, like, and I was like, what time of day it is? Like, was it? Because, like, I was, like, literally cross-eyed. I could not think straight. <laughs> I was, like, I'm pretty sure I was, like, lethargic. <laughs> I was, like, not there. I had written every single question. And I remember, like, I had, like, 20 questions left, and I only had 10 minutes. And I was, like, I had taken my time way too much. And I'm, so, anyways, the exam did not go well um by any means got the results whatever two days later and obviously failed um the amount of people that I knew in my head I was like when I walked out of that exam that day I was like oh I know so many people that passed at 265 Mm -hmm. I'm not even worried and because you can also fail at 75 like you know what I mean the opposite is yeah Mm -hmm. and anything in between right yeah because I think you wrote in what 120 
or 75? Uh, 90, 90 something. In 90. I was going to say, Which was, I know that this... freaked, that freaked me out because I hadn't heard of anyone else who was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was the most random number. And I was like, ooh, that's not good. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But so it really does not matter. So that's one. That's tip number two. It does not matter when you leave that room. It doesn't matter if you wrote 75 questions, 90 questions, 120 questions, no. 175 questions, 265. Yeah. It does not matter. And it's pass su- or fail. Our suggestion would be to not, unless like obviously me and Jess are like best friends, so it doesn't matter, but like to talk to someone else about how many questions they got and stuff while you're waiting for your results. Don't put yourself through that because no. their situation is not your situation. So Jess, back on topic, you wrote in October, things didn't go well. And like, I know that you're ahead. You were like, you were beating yourself up. Let's be honest. You were not feeling. The f- yeah. The first time I was definitely upset. Like yeah. My, I was, I just like, but in my head, I was like, I got 45 days. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to fucking write this thing mm-hmm. and that's it. Like I just was like, so I rushed right into the second one. I did it right before Christmas. I was like, this is going to be awesome. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to be an RN right before Christmas. Like again, not going into the exam with the right mentality. I'm doing it to impress everybody else, not for my own internal um, well-being. So again, was still doing UWorld, hadn't changed any of my studying tactics. I had reached out to a couple friends being like, what should I do differently? But everybody's so different. And where I knew I was, um, I was a hands-on learner. I found a big issue for me was like disconnecting what I was doing in the hospital. Cause I was also working full-time at this point. Like I had already gotten my job. So I was full on into my career as a mm-hmm. GN and now trying to study for an exam where I'm supposed to forget everything I'm doing in the hospital and like focus on. So that was just like, there was just so much going on. It was a big ego thing for me at this point. Um, and I don't want to say like, I have an ego, but it was hard. It was hard watching all your friends living their lives and like doing whatever they wanted. And like you sitting back on, on a nice day being like, listen, I got to study. Like mm-hmm. it was hard like that to, to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to sugarcoat this episode at all because no, um, it's not an easy one to talk about, but I do want to bring light. Cause I feel like there's a lot more conversation about passing in 75 and being proud that you pass in 75 and there's That's not true. enough conversation surrounding passing whenever you pass. Like it doesn't matter at the end of the day, it does not make you any less or any more of a nurse. You might have no. to write 20 times. If you write 20 times, who fucking cares? Like you are at the end of the day, you're still an RN. 20 times might be a bit much. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so yeah, I just felt like the second time I wrote again, was not in the right headspace, was doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, thinking back to it, like I definitely should have maybe taken some time to reevaluate it, but I didn't went in, wrote 265 questions again, felt like I had had some harder questions. So I was like, Oh, well maybe, but this time I do remember I came out crying and I was Mm -hmm. like, "Eh, this ain't good. Um, didn't feel great about it again. I'm really throwing myself under the fucking bus here today. No. Sorry about all those swear words, but um, not easy to talk about. Um, anyway, didn't pass um, mm-hmm. for the second time. 
so this one is for sure like mentally yeah when I felt like I hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and um I yeah. so this would this would have been in October no December and I had just started dating somebody at this point and I remember like we were almost like two months into the relationship and I hadn't like they knew that I was a GN but I hadn't spoke one word about the fact that I was that I had failed the NCLEX that's how embarrassed I was about it and Mm -hmm. I just remember one day like being like why am I so embarrassed of something that literally doesn't define me like this NCLEX does not define me as a nurse so I remember just like sitting in my car and I think we were like in front of this random store I just like looked at him and I was like I have to tell you something and I just like bursted into tears and it was like for me it was such an ego thing I was like I didn't want people to think of me less as a nurse because of that yeah so but just um, that's not even just you and that's not you specifically having an ego I think that is because nursing school and you know people like I think to some degree there's a lot of competition in nursing um and I think that the mentality of talking about your grades is like bred into the mentality of all of our peers and stuff like that I know like after a test in school we would all wait after like what di- what did you get on that question or what did you put for that and I don't think the NCLEX was any different it wasn't just your fault that you had an ego I think that it was everything that you were surrounded by too no another thing too that I found um so after the second time that I had failed I I think I took like a month off I was like frig this I'm doing my thing because we went into a lockdown and they turned off all the exams like we weren't able to write so I had was scheduled to write uh like three months prior to me actually writing but because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic they had halted all the times because this was like the first time we had been like in real lockdown yeah so I wasn't able to write um and there was only certain times we could write in New Brunswick so um Honestly, when when that exam got pushed on me, I think that's when my mentality made a change between that and that and the conversations I was having with my support system, with my manager, just that reassurance of um, of all of that kind of helped. And then so when my mentality changed and I realized like I remember I was like writing in my book like at the beginning of my day every day before I started writing my like doing questions or doing new world questions I was like writing like things like words of affirmation pretty much Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. every page like um, yeah on every day just to be like and I would always like end it and be like you are going to be in our end. Like I, I was manifesting it at this point because I wanted it so bad and I yeah. wanted it for me. Finally, mm-hmm. I wanted it for me. And it took a lot for me to realize that, but um, I am a true believer that everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. and me failing twice and writing a third. Um, there was a lot of lessons learned in that. And I learned a lot about myself um in that process too like leading up to that exam Kristen I know you've said this to me multiple times but I was in the best headspace that I know you've seen me in Mm -hmm. in regards to being prepared for my exam I was like 
positive about it. Um, yeah. I was keeping up with like my activities. I was just in such a good headspace. Mm-hmm. And I mean, <laughs> the week prior didn't, uh, <laughs> the week prior, are we going to get into it? I'm just going to bring, I'm just, I'm not going to bring it up. But I'm going to bring it up. Um, <laughs> week prior, something unexpected um, happened and um, led to a pretty shitty breakup in all honesty. And that like, um, and it was a couple days before you wrote. Yeah, it was like five days. So um, it was tough. Like I was, I went from being like best mindset to being like, I need to push my exam. I can't like phantom even the thought of writing this exam at this point in my life. Like I'm not in the right headspace. Like all those self self doubting things that, Mm -hmm. or yeah, thoughts that um, had been crossing my mind for the last two exams started creeping back in. And I think it was like two days before my exam, I sat down with my work wife, Danny, who I brought up in last episode, last week's episode. And I remember looking and I remember her looking at me and being like, Jess, she was like, you're writing this fucking exam, whether you want, and you're proving to yourself that you can persevere through all this heartache, through all this drama. She was like, yeah, you are so much more than this exam. You're so much more than this relationship. She was like, everything happens for a reason and you're going to finish this exam the way you said you were going to finish it. You're going to pass it. You're going to be an RN and that's it. And Mm -hmm. she looked at me that day. We literally drove to Fredericton the next day. We stayed in a hotel together and got up the next morning, wrote the exam. And I think it was at that point reduced. So I think it was 120 questions and I passed. It was definitely the moment where like, I left that exam being like, yeah, there's no freaking way I passed that. Like that was like the one time that I was like, like everything because it was so hard. It was everything so was hard. working against you. And yeah, I, th- and I, I think like, what that shows Jess is just how, like you've said, how your mentality came. And that third time you had to wait so long, like the global pandemic started, mm-hmm. you went through a breakup, you're working, you're self-doubting. And you passed anyway. And I think that goes to show like how far you came. I just, I, I know how hard it is to talk about this, but I feel like this is just like so important because I think there's so many people out there that are, maybe they failed and didn't tell anybody, you know, or maybe, or maybe like they received like so much stress on them from their friends or family about passing that they have like postponed it for like months because they're too scared to write it and I just think like you being so real and honest about this is like what a lot of people need um and even if people have passed on their first time just like breaking that stigma that like you need to pass or you need to get 75 questions on your first time because I just think that's unrealistic and everybody's so individual right like everybody Mm -hmm. learns everyone learns and writes tests and shows what they know in such a different way that it's like, it's hard to have these standardized tests. And I honestly don't know if it's the best way to do it for our profession, to be honest. No, no, yeah, I don't, I a hundred percent agree with that. And I just like, I really want to, and I think I said this to you after I failed the second time, Kristen, I was like, if, when I pass this exam, I want to make a whole YouTube video, a whole YouTube channel. Do you not remember this? I think I do, where I, yeah. was, where I was like, I want to make a whole YouTube channel surrounding the topic of the NCLEX mm-hmm. and how, like, 
it does not matter. At the end of the day, it does not matter how many times you write it. And once you're in RN, nobody mm-hmm. is going to ask you. No. no one cares. Like since I've become an RN, not one person's asked me how many times I wrote. Yeah. And but I do, I do um, with nursing students, I do bring light to the fact that it's okay to not pass on the first mm-hmm. one because I feel like it's not a topic that's discussed enough. And it's something that everybody's very ashamed of. And again, the one biggest takeaway you're going to get from this episode is this exam does not define you as a nurse. It does no. not make you a bad nurse. It does not make you, you passing on 75 or uh, 265 doesn't make you a better nurse than someone that wrote five times. Yeah. It's, it's a standardized test. We've all made it through nursing school. We've all made, we've all done the work to get there. Mm-hmm. This is just one little hiccup that is holding you back from a certification. Your potential. Your potential. Your, tr- exactly. your true potential, baby. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. <laughs> just to finish it off, Jess, I think we both talked about this, but the NCLEX is a standardized test. It's not like our jobs, our real world nursing. But if you had to break it down, would you suggest working while studying or not working? No. Um, yeah. That's if, my if biggest you can do on. it, if you can do it. And I think that advice was given to me too. Mm-hmm. And I worked, as Jeff said, as a PSW, but not often. Um, I think like if you can afford it and you can pull it off to try and not work. Um, yeah. While studying. Give yourself however long you need mm-hmm. and not work. Yeah. For that time. Like if it's going to, if you know in your head, like you have a job lined up for your, your GN job lined up, see mm-hmm. if they can push that date for however long you need Yeah, and just focus on your exam because yeah. the less distractions you have, I heard of so many people have a lot of like good things to say about like Monday to Friday, they would do their studying. And then on the weekends, they take time for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's different. So I'm not going to give you specific study study tips because you know yourself more than anybody else. But if there's one thing I can say, if you can afford it and you can get by with it, don't, don't yeah. work. Don't put yourself through the added stress of starting a brand new career yeah. And studying for a national exam. Yeah. Like it's just it's, thinking it's, back to it. I'm like, what the hell too are you thinking? Yeah. It's too much for sure. Um, yeah. So I think that's one of our biggest things. And then not to like associate your worth with whatever point, whatever grade that you get on the NCLEX or how many times you have to write. Um, so and everybody's going through something different. Like, totally. Yeah. What what you're going through on a daily basis is something different than somebody else. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that's also something to bring in that a lot of things that go on people's personal lives aren't talked about in those situations. So like, don't be ashamed of that. Embrace yeah. it. Use it as a strength. Use it as energy to like put into your fuel. studying. Yeah. yeah. Fuel for your studying and just like focus on the questions, focus on the approach that you're going to use and just make an environment that's going to be as close to the environment that you're going to be in when you're studying mm-hmm. or when you're writing the exam. If that's like any help, do 75 questions at a time. So are you used to sitting down in front of a screen timed for that many questions mm-hmm. and not using your notes and yeah being in a quiet room and you know what I mean it's just like silly stuff like that 
if those are, those are tips that like, I wish I, it's not that I wasn't given them, but I wish I took them more seriously Mm -hmm. the first two times. And don't, don't be on other people's terms. Like if your friends are ready to write the beginning of September and you know that you're not going to be ready, don't write, Mm -hmm. don't waste your money. I literally spent over a grand. Don't do it. (laughs) It's not worth it. The money yeah. was the hardest part too. I was like, freak sakes, man. Yeah. And <laughs> and on that too, Jess, like we're probably on like a, a rant now, but if you know you need, it takes you longer, take longer. Don't pressure yourself. If you know that you need like this way of studying, do that. Like do what works for you and don't feel like you need to do what everyone else is doing. And ultimately too, what I love that you said, Jess, is that you did like positive affirmations and stuff. And I think that's actually really, really powerful is to build yourself up before you do something like this. Um, especially when there's so much riding on it, or you put so much pressure on yourself. Um, you can't go in with that mentality of like pressure and feeling like that, like you need to believe in yourself. Um, and I think that made a huge difference for you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I can't believe we got through that (laughs) and I didn't shed a tear I almost shed a tear jotting notes down (laughs) yeah I honestly thank you Jess for just being open I feel like this is really gonna be super beneficial to people but I think that's it thank you guys so much again for tuning in um, especially for the past two weeks have been kind of like heavier hitting topics I guess um, so maybe we'll hit you guys next week with some positive. It actually was really positive and just that you can do hard things and you did hard things and you're better because of it. And you're, you've been an incredible nurse through it all. Um, but thank you. You're welcome. That's so kind. <laughs> if you guys haven't already, please like, and subscribe, leave us a review. We really always want to connect and hear from you guys and know what you guys want to hear more or less of. Um, and you can also find us uh, on Instagram at, at Nurses Happy Hour, where we usually post updates about episodes and upcoming things and all of that. So, yeah. So, stay tuned. We got more fun things coming. We do. And if you guys have any recommendations on stuff that you want some, some of our perspectives on, Mm -hmm. um, we love talking as you can tell. So (laughs) (laughs) on that note, have a great night or day, everyone. Bye. See you next week.